Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everybody, to the Pure Hope Show. We are so grateful that you are tuning in and listening with us on the show today. We have such an exciting show for you, and it's going to be filled with amazing energy that we're already feeling because we have been talking about walk-ins, and we have an amazing guest with us who has been at the Hope Interface Center in Mankato, Minnesota, in person at our Star Gathering, and she just does so many amazing events, and she's an amazing, amazing, um, amazing spiritual teacher here upon the planet. So we'll let you know who that is in just a minute, but we just want to talk about Um, Well, first, you might not recognize my voice because Reverend Janice Hope Gorman is off on vacation right now in sunny Texas after all of that um, after all the snow has melted (laughs) and the powers turned back on down there and um, all of that. Uh, powerful energy that that came into Texas. She was down there for that, and so we sent her love and prayers and and everything is turned back on now, and the energy is flowing again, stronger than ever. And so her and her husband, Paul, are down in Texas on vacation, and we just send them all of our love, and we just wish them all of the best on their adventures. And so we have an event coming up at the Hope Interface Center called the Turquoise Table Summit. And this event is virtual, so you can tune in from wherever you are on the planet or in this beautiful big universe. (laughs) It's called um, the Turquoise Table Summit, and it was sparked um, by Spirit um, telling Hope to do this event because Hope had read a book about this beautiful woman who started these turquoise tables all across the world. They're all across the world. And she put a sign on a picnic table, painted it turquoise, and the sign said, you are welcome to join me to hang out and do life together at this turquoise table. And so people will come up and sit and have real and raw conversations about life and be vulnerable and talk about consciousness and the divine goddess. And so hope just felt that spark inside of her to do this event at the Hope Interface Center. And so nowadays with COVID being around, we do all of our events on Zoom, on uh, virtual platforms. And so it's going to be an amazing event on March 20th and March 21st. And we have amazing speakers. And these speakers will provide both powerful insights into the nature of the divine energy of self-love and love for others. The emergence of the light of the divine feminine is now coming after the long, dark night of the patriarchy. 
And these speakers and healers on this summit will speak with knowledge and love and truth that will guide us all into greater alignment with our divine blueprint of the goddess consciousness, which is the evolutionary path for choice for the planet at this time. And we have five amazing speakers, and all five women are vibrant and colorful. They're meaningful and helpful in the words that they use and the life that they live. And, oh, my gosh, the work that they do on this planet is so breathtaking and so beautiful. We're so grateful to have our speakers on this event. And this virtual event is intended to find community and connection and our evolutionary path to a higher consciousness. We're on a mission to inspire people to listen, learn, and lead in this year of 2021. So we invite you all to sign up for this amazing event and consciously live a life full of color. And we have all of the information for this event on our website, thehopeinterfacecenter.com. And so with that being said, we are so excited to introduce our guest for the show, Yvonne Perry. And let me just read a little bit about her um, because she is a very highly regarded and sought-after spiritual coach, and we love her with all of our hearts. And so Yvonne is a Nashville-based minister, author, healing sound therapist, workshop facilitator, and galactic practitioner of light codes. Her shamanic methods help people retrieve and reintegrate multidimensional soul aspects. She does this through her books, her light language sessions, her seminars, her coaching, and other spiritual services. In her one-on-one healing and activation sessions, Yvonne incorporates light language to help people shift into wholeness and integrate multidimensional aspects of their souls. She accesses the wise guidance, her higher self, and non-physical beings of light to help people live an authentic life of wholeness. Those who are ascending into pure consciousness will find comfort, information, and support to take the next steps on this beautiful journey of light. And those who are having unusual paranormal experiences and seeking to make some sense of these occurrences will resonate with Yvonne's approach to integrating the higher self with the human body and personality. She assists people with the process in the light language activations. And she loves living life to the fullest, and Yvonne enjoys helping people discover a path of love and joy that comes from the knowledge that we are all one with our creator, which is so true. She presents her spiritual gifts and compassion to those who are ready to let go of fear and fully embrace unconditional love. And Yvonne, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for being on here. Thank you, Janelle. I appreciate the opportunity to share. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so we were talking a lot about walk-ins recently, and mm-hmm. to have you on our show during this time is is huge, I think, because 
Um, well, first off, maybe do you want to talk about what a walk-in is in case those people listening have never heard of one or if they're new to the concept? Okay, sure. There's several different types of walk-ins. The, the one that I experienced in 1999 was pretty much uh, like a soul exchange where the soul that was in the body left and a higher format of that soul or maybe another soul entirely entered the body and picked up the pieces where the first soul left off. But it seemed like rather than it being a complete swap immediately, there was an interim time where these two were blended. And maybe they had swapped places, one in the field and one in the body, and and there was some in and outs of the shifting of their energies and consciousness in the body. So that was what we call maybe a blending um, or an infusion. Then there were some other times when I've had just some really huge soul upgrades that I felt like I was a different person. I thought differently. There were uh, likes and dislikes that shifted. Um, There are times when it feels like when I'm doing light language um, that not just channeling, but that the energy of the consciousness of one of my other aspects or maybe one of my guides comes into the body and I just kind of step aside and observe. I'm still a participant. I'm not like, ex, you know, exited or anything. It's more like giving this, mm-hmm. the floor uh, to another speaker. And so they come in and, and do that. So the walk-in experience itself can be very varied and um, different for each person. But I believe a lot of people these days are having these soul upgrades and swapping of consciousness, jumping from one timeline uh, to another or swapping places with the soul in another uh, dimension even. So, yeah, I hope that kind of explains it. I've written a book about it, and there's a lot of uh, material in uh, Sheila Seppi's book, which I contributed my story to her book, that would just give you a really broad um, picture and a deep understanding of the walk-in and all of its many facets. So, yeah, I would recommend, uh, you know, research it. Come to my website or uh, weareoneinspirit.com. Take a look. There's a lot of information out there on the walk-in that you can just peruse and (laughs) learn more. (laughs) Yeah, I love going to your website. Every time I think about walk-ins, I think about you. And every time I visit your website, I I can feel your energy. Like, I can feel the energy of of the galactic, of of just the beautiful angels and saints and holy ones. I can just, I almost get a download every time I visit your website. And I just got the goosebumps. Um, How fun is that? I love it. Uh (laughs) I love that. Cool. Yeah, it really is the best. It just shows um, just your your energy and the work you're doing is so impactful upon the planet to, to everybody. Um, but I love that you said a lot of people are getting walk-ins right now. And um, I was going to ask you about that, too, just with all of 2020 and this year oh. so far, just 
like, what do you think, um, like, because people are probably having experiences, and they have no mm-hmm. idea that they're even getting a walk-in, and but they're experiencing mm-hmm. these changes mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, so, like, what are some maybe tools or something that someone could do if they feel like they're getting a walk-in or if they feel so different or, you know, um, just any advice maybe to them that would help them out? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of on a personal basis as to what they might need. Uh, there's several things that kind of uh, mark a walk-in where you might recognize it. There are um, a lot of likes and dislikes that change, you know, a lot of preferences. Sometimes even the hair color, I mean the eye color or facial features change. Um, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of physical changes that occur, but the, I guess the biggest one for me was just feeling so different inside, feeling more elevated, more expanded, uh, less fear, more unconditional love for self and others and the planet. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and sometimes that's a little bit difficult because the body is has a little bit of trouble keeping up with the energy that's stepping in or walking into the physical biology. So if you think about it, we're moving into the fifth dimension. So are we just going to get there, bam, all of a sudden? I don't know. That's a possibility. But more than likely, (laughs) and what I'm seeing is we're getting these installments. (laughs) We're getting installments from our higher self or our future self that's Mm -hmm. already in that dimension uh, kind of reaching back to us and helping us to to formulate that path and that transition. And so we get like installments or you've probably heard downloads or upgrades. Um, so the body itself is getting upgrades to be able to handle the energy. We've got to move into a, a less dense format in order to um, be seen in that fifth dimensional realm <laughs> or, you know, so... Um, yeah, so if they're having some issues with that, with the body, then I would say let's love on the body, let's take care of that. Um, you know, you'll make sure that there's no health problems that need to be looked at. But then there are the ascension symptoms that can have, you know, there's just so many different things that could be felt during that time, feeling spacey or out of body. Sometimes there's um, headaches or body aches. I know when. I had my big download the, or the Soul Exchange in 1999. It felt like I had fibromyalgia. In fact, I got the diagnosis for fibromyalgia, wow. but my back up, up between my shoulder blades was hurting so bad. Um, you know, I was having to do some type of physical therapy, and it just came on all of a sudden. It, it was just, it dropped in. And um, emotionally, you may have a lot of roller coaster ups and downs because when this higher energy comes in, it's going to clean house. <laughs> it's going to start bringing things to the subject that have been repressed for a while that you've not wanted to look at, you've not wanted to deal with, uh, so that you have an opportunity to clear that off and to move on. That can be kind of scary if a person has not done a lot of uh, introspective work or shadow work, we call it. Uh, and acknowledged and processed through some of the emotional pain and trauma that they've experienced, and that can be pretty difficult. Um, right now it feels like the whole world's kind of going through a dark night of the soul, 
Yeah, some to, <laughs> yeah. to, to uh, more than others, but everybody's had, you know, some challenges in the past uh, year or so. So the walk-in, I guess, is just another thing that's a, um, a part of this whole ascension or great awakening process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the whole world is going through their wake-up call. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we're we're given the opportunity right now to, you know, kind of like decide where you want to go with your future. What is it you want to do? You want to keep playing in 3D, or do you want to really step into your power and move into a higher reality, a higher vibrational reality where there is more love and community? Um, <laughs> does that make sense mm-hmm. as far as answering your question yes I love that I think it's a beautiful beautiful description that you gave and I think walk-ins are a beautiful gift to the planet and a beautiful mm-hmm. gift to our ourselves mm-hmm. and our soul mm-hmm. and I shared with you a little bit before the show that I have had three walk-ins in my life um, that I was aware of and how you were describing like the changes and physical description or your physical self changes too. I experienced all of those and, and I can really, really resonate um, with them. Um, the first one I had, I think I was about 21 years old and I remember I was sleeping and I woke up suddenly in the middle of the night and I was almost dreaming that my old soul had left and my, the new soul oh. came in. So it was a full mm. exchange, like you said, in that type of mm-hmm. walking. And I was just like, <gasps> like I just couldn't even catch my breath because I was, it was like so fast and sudden and, and it was amazing. Mm. I had so many, like yeah. I broke up with my boyfriend yeah. after that because it was a yeah. relationship and I, <laughs> And so, so many changes happened after that walk-in. And then my second walk-in was, um, I think it was only a few years after that one, I was hit by a train, and um, I had a near-death experience. Yeah, and that one, (laughs) that was like a whole new self I birthed into the world. So (laughs) Wow. um, yeah, lots of work and changes with that as well. Um, a lot of physical therapy into my new self. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then the last one was just at the last star gathering um, that we had in person at the Hope Interface Center, and I was consciously mm-hmm. awake for it. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I just felt like sweating from head to toe, which I don't sweat ever. <laughs> Not a sweater. <laughs> you sound like me. Always cold. All of a sudden, I just got so hot and sweaty, and my breathing was very like shallow and and almost heavy at the same time. Um, and luckily, like there was beautiful spiritual teachers there, and Hope was there to help me, um, just walk me through it, and you know, just breathe. And then all of a sudden, I I felt the new soul came in, and the old one leave, and I just immediately started crying my eyes out, just grieving for this mm. for my old life that that was just, mm-hmm. that I had just lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt so sad <laughs> for for, you know, my old yeah. self-leave 
it was almost like a, a sweet goodbye. Um, yeah. But yeah, then just it is. New, new, yeah. And then the new beautiful energy of the new soul came in, and we've been doing lots of work since. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> that definitely facilitates uh-huh. that. Yep. And like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I everything that you've said. Did you feel, I mean, a lot of your relationships obviously changed, which that's another sign of the walk-in, walk-out, is that the person that you're with no longer feels like a good fit, whether that's a romantic partner or even family members, um, that typically uh, can can change. I, I won't say that it always does, but uh, for me, it, my experience has been that when the new energy comes in, it's not compatible. It's like, I've come from somewhere else, and I know you people are here, and I love you, but maybe we don't need to hang out so much, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it's like uh, my reality is so different. It's, um, you know, it caused a divorce the first time I was going through that, but I wanted to leave that marriage and was afraid to, so the walk-in for that one stepped in and actually helped me to leave that marriage, mm-hmm. which was a blessing. Um Mm-hmm. So sometimes people don't recognize family members. They lose a few memories, like especially your childhood. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. so the, all that you've explained there, of all the feelings are very typical for the walk-in. Yeah, wow. Uh, I never put memory loss to walk-in, too, because after my accident, I completely, like, I don't mm. remember hardly any of my childhood. Like, I have zero, almost zero memories of um, before mm-hmm. that. Wow. Oh, I love learning that. Um, um, and then I just have, um, oh, and then after that walk-in also, I met my husband. So so it can also be, do you think you can meet the love mm-hmm. of your life? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And that may be why the walk-in came in. It's like, and now I'm going to pick up where you started. Oops, wrong partner. <laughs> Let's find the one I'm supposed to be with now. And sure enough, it's like that person is drawn to you automatically. Like they're looking for you and you're looking for them. And there's this resonant or vibration that draws you together, a magnetism uh, that draws you together to be part of that. Now, did it affect you, your relationship with your, um, with your sweet new love when you had the other subsequent walk-ins? Um, I, for, I think about two weeks, I would just like walk around the house and, because I felt like I didn't know him. So I had to really mm-hmm. get to know him. And yeah. it was kind of like, yeah. we, we were on our first dates again. You know Oh, okay. So it it took a a little bit to adjust, but I think like the soul knew like we we're still together, and like Mm -hmm. just like we're you know them we're just meant to be together, but we have to find out you know figure out this new relationship and this new Mm -hmm. soul and and what it likes, what it doesn't like, and (laughs) just. Yeah, all those little things that when you first start dating someone, you have to rediscover that, like even like new foods and new smells and <laughs> um, just new touches and experiences, and you know, it's like a baby being born into the world. <laughs> You're just learning so much. Mhm, mhm. A lot of people have to actually relearn things, especially if they are 
they came in through a traumatic situation where there was like yours, where you needed some physical rehabilitation for the body in order to um, get things working again. And I've also seen walk-ins come into a very sick body where the soul was creating sickness as an exit point, and then the walk-in comes in and the body's healed. So, you know, it could it could go either or. It could go the opposite way. Wow. Yeah. So with that, and, and do you think... It, it, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to That's okay. You had a question? Um, Yeah. With that, um, the sickness part, do you think, is it possible for people to call in a new soul rather than wait for it, or is it all divinely planned? I think it is divinely planned, but there may be different time points where it's possible. For myself, I feel like I had several opportunities before the major walk-in in in 1999 where I had um, near-death experiences and felt like I was leaving and woke up back here on earth and was very disappointed, almost angry that I was still here. It's like, wait a minute, this wasn't supposed to happen. So, yeah, there, so I think it is prearranged, but you can get to a point where your mission is done or else maybe the soul is just so exhausted if there's a lot of emotional trauma or things going on in the family and this person is just so done with being here that they want to not, you know, continue the life of the body. There are some times when that walk-in will just almost like do an intervention, like, okay, when you're not harming the body. We have an agreement here. If you're that done, let's swap now. So I think, yeah, you could call it in, but just willy-nilly because you want to, no, no. I don't. If it's not in your contract, I don't think you can just conjure it up. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a great answer. I love that. Um, I have a really fun question for you. So um, I'm seven months pregnant currently, and when, like in the first trimester of my pregnancy, I had so many dreams where the baby was like an alien baby or a star baby. Um, So do you find out, do you see in your work that you do that maybe lots of babies or children that are in the world are star babies and star children? Mhm. Yeah, I think they've been coming in for quite some time now. We, we called them indigos to start with, and then we called them crystal kids, and I don't know what they're called now, but yeah, very awakened <laughs> and future selves coming in uh, to be a part of this timeline. It's like, that was fun. Let's do that right again. Kind of like a, a roller coaster. Oh, that was so much fun. I want to get back in line and do it again. So even though they didn't need to come back in, Maybe they wanted to experience the earth life again or maybe for the first time. Um, Because I believe that we have so many different forms of expression. We are all one through the God-Goddess concept, but yet we express so differently through our personalities, through our physical features and looks and body sizes and what have you. So why not not our our, um, off-planet uh, identities. Why could they not come back in if they chose? Um, just be, maybe that part of yourself or that part of your soul family um, wants to be with you. And so there's an agreement there. I'm going to come back and, and be part of your family. How about how about you get pregnant and I'll come in and uh, and we'll do this thing on earth? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And I remember when my daughter was pregnant and uh, I had my walkout soul, my natal soul was, uh, had departed at that time. She hung around for a little while, but then she departed and I felt like so much that that part of my soul, that expression, that consciousness of my identity was going to come back through her son. And I, like you, had a dream that he was, that I was coming back. The walk out was coming back through his body. And there were some times when he was very young, he called me. I wanted him to call me Von Von because that's what my older grandson had started calling me. He would not do it. He called me, me, we, me, 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 like I am you, me, me. And I would show him pictures of him when he of of myself when I was a baby, and he'd say, me, 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 not even knowing that it was me. Just things like that where he would drop hints to me and confirmation that she truly had that my walkout had walked into his body. Now, whether that's still there or not, it's kind of hard to say because he has changed a lot, and I'm thinking he might have had an upgrade um, to where that, you know, that whatever he anchored in at birth was not the a long-term um, identity for him because he feels mm-hmm. like he's changed a lot. Wow. What is the youngest that you've seen a walk-in happen or an upgrade happen? Wow. I Well, you know, I work with a lot of clients, so I hear people saying that they were two <laughs> weeks old, three months old, um, that the that they only that the walk the soul that was coming into that that uh, fetus body when it was in the mother uh, had come through the birth canal but then changed its mind and only had a little bit of karma to clear up it was cleared up pretty quickly and the swap happened almost immediately so I mean everybody has a different experience and a different story or a feeling about that but I'm at the point now where I'm like anything is possible. <laughs> I'm not going to discount it <laughs> because I haven't experienced it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then, too, like the opposite, like towards the end of someone's life, do you find, um, I don't know if, like, we learn lessons faster towards the end because, we, like, our soul knows it's the end, but is it possible to have a walk-in, like, towards the end of our life? I don't see why we wouldn't, especially if somebody had um, – um, maybe they were in another life and they had an immediate expulsion from the body, you know, through some type of tragedy that was unplanned and they ended up exiting the body sooner than they needed to. And they had that little bit of karma left. And then you've got this other person who's leaving. Can I borrow your body long enough to clear this up? You're going anyway. And so they will finish that journey. You know, it's like, okay, you can go ahead, and I will animate the body just long enough to get my stuff done. Thank you for holding space for me. I don't see why that couldn't Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. Never too late to get it right. (laughs) Never too late. (laughs) And, you know, talking about old people and how they're departing, my grandmother had a near-death experience when, I guess, 1952, I'm not sure how old she was. She was still in her childbearing years. And um, when she walked out, we were very, very close all of our lives. I lived next door to her 
Um, when my kids were little, I was practically raised by her. We stayed with her after school, mm-hmm. stayed with her all summer, so very, very close. So when it came time mm-hmm. for her to leave, she not only came to me during the night in a dream, she actually walked into my body. Her energy walked into my body. The most blissful, pleasant, beautiful experience. I was just sobbing, not with sorrow or grief, but with joy. That it's like, we're not separate. You're me and I'm you and we are one. The oneness was, has never been so keenly felt as it was at that moment. Now, whether she stayed or not, if she went on through, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, I can call on her with just a thought and feel her presence with me immediately. So it's like, yeah, she's still with me. Did she walk in or did she walk through? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That just shows, like, the strong soul bond and, and mm-hmm. that it never goes away. Wow. It doesn't. It's because we are one. No matter what our form, whether we even have a form or not, we're still one. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like her soul and your soul as you are one um, and we're all one with the consciousness of God or spirit or creator or the universe whatever you call it, but is that just like the feeling that you, you, you got or you get even mm-hmm. when you recall that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just sitting here right now just feeling so blissful, just thinking about her brings her presence mm-hmm. to mind. You know, it brings her, her presence to an experiential reality. So, and it's not like I'm experiencing her. I don't hear her voice. I don't see her personality. It's more like this integration of her energy, this pure essence of love that she embodies all of her life. That is what I'm connected with. Just the pure vibrational frequency of love. Gosh, she is pure love. She is pure love. Oh, my goodness. That's so beautiful and so magnificent. Um, did she share what her near-death near experience was with you? Uh, the near-death experience? Oh, yeah, I wrote about it in one of my books when I, when I uh, wrote More Than Meets the Eye in, I think it's 2005, because um, I interviewed her about it. I had heard her story several times, but I just wanted to get all the facts and all the details. So I sat down with her and I said, tell me all about it. And uh, she did. She had a... Um, uh, a, hem- a hemorrhaging. She was hemorrhaging after um, a, either a surgery or, or a child delivery. At 52, it was probably my uncle. And she was hemorrhaging, and they told her if she lived through the night, she might have a chance. And um, they really didn't think that she would. But she said that while she was out of body sometime during the night, she had what she knew was more than a dream. And she went into a realm where there were angels singing in a choir, and they all had on white robes. And she says, can I have my white robe now? And they said, no, it's not your time. You have to go back and finish raising your children. And there were doves all around her. So white robes, angels, and doves have always been very, very special to her. And uh, doves would hang around her front porch when she, when I lived next door to her, I could just about go 
sit on her front porch and either hear or see dubs. It's like they hung out with her. So to remind her, you know, that, that this experience is real. Um, yeah, you're going to get your white robe someday, but not now. And, you know, she held on to that till till her dying days that, you know, she's going home. She's going to get her white robe now. <laughs> she said the singing was just amazingly beautiful, like singing she had never heard. And she just wanted to be a part of that choir. She wanted to get her white robe and go sing in that choir. Oh, my gosh. That is so amazing. What a profound experience. And for you to, to get all those details is so mm. unforgettable, unforgettable. <laughs> um, can I ask in your one-on-one sessions, um, do you have a lot of near-death experience survivors? Because um, I feel like when people have those, sometimes they don't know what to do where or where to go or what to think even or who to share it with. Um, but do you find oh, yeah. yourself working mm-hmm. with them? Oh, all the time, yeah. One one yesterday, in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Because yep. I remember... Because it, 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 that's, that allows a perfect opportunity when the body is unconscious. That's why these walk-ins happen so often in the sleep time, um, in surgery, during a uh, unconscious state, uh, near-death experience, or something like that, where the body is completely unable to fight what's happening. For me, that first one in 1999, I uh, fell to the floor and was pinned to the floor, but um, I could not move. I could not move my arms. I could not move my legs. I could hear everything going on around me. I couldn't open my eyes. I could. My daughter was trying to get me to wake up because she thought I'd passed out. I could not answer her. I wanted to. I was answering her in my head telepathically, but I could not get my lips to move. And that lasted for about 10 minutes. It shook her up. It shook my, hus- my ex-husband. Well, now ex, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> So that was, it, it's like the body needs to be in that restful, relaxed state where where the ego can't interfere with what's going on. That darn ego. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's likely why during your walk-in, your, your walk-in happened during, I think you said the sleep the first time you woke up and just all of a sudden felt really different. And then the second time is your near-death experience. The third time, it's like, I got this. I'm a pro now. Okay. I'm in a special <laughs> meeting. This is going to happen. I'm just going to sit here and consciously allow it because it's like, you know, your body is used to it now, and, and it's not scary to you anymore. Still different, still yeah, integration, that. still got, you know, still got to process it, but it's just not as traumatic as it was back in the 80s and 90s when we started first hearing about people having these. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly exactly how it felt. Yeah, that was right on, right on. So um, as these people are having all of these beautiful walk-ins on the planet at this time, um, and the consciousness is raising, and I love when you talk about 5D and going there. Um, like, what is, where do you think the earth is going with all of these walk-ins and bringing in this 5D? Like, what is your vision for the, for the planet? Well, I see it happening two, uh, one of two ways, or, or, you know, 
It could be that fifth dimensional is um, like a timeline shift, and we just kind of like pop out of here and into there once our vibration raises high enough. I think we're starting to experience more of the 5D. Now, whether that's us in 5D or 5D in us, (laughs) it's kind of hard to differentiate. (laughs) Sometimes it feels like I'm there, like in meditation, I'm there. Other times it feels like, okay, I'm very much in this earth suit, but I don't feel like I'm a part of this world. I don't feel like I'm part of this system. I'm here on the earth, but I'm not of what's going on here. So it's still like I'm at a a vibratory um, resonance above what's going on worldwide. So it's kind of hard to say, is that something we're going to or is that something coming into us? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like, really, like, really does. Like that shift. Uh, so will the earth move into 5G? I think there's like a parallel earth maybe because of the timelines. It's like one of those adventure books, you know, where if you want this ending, uh, go to page 54. If you prefer this to happen, go to page 72. And I think we all get to choose that reality and still be able to interact with one another in those timelines because we are multidimensional. That's so hard for us to grasp that we can be all these places at one time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think everybody's going to go. Not, not everybody's ready for 5D. Not everybody would choose that. You know, some people are, mm-hmm. are stuck in their misery. They, they've made choices that have lowered their vibration so much that it's going to take some time and some doing for them to ever raise vibrational frequency enough to participate in 5D. And that's probably to the advantage, I know it's to the advantage of those who are experiencing it. If anybody could get into the 5D, then we would have the same scenario there as we have here. So we're dropping that 3D density, low vibrational, warring, hating, rioting, um, stealing, killing, destroying one another, leaving that behind and going to a very love and heart-centered, community-based experience with one another where in my vision, in my preference, and what I'm seeing, what I'm creating, but where you can leave your doors unlocked at night and not worry about somebody coming in and harming you or taking stuff from you, like that kind of reality where, oh, you need something? Oh, I've got one. Here you go. You can just have that. It's more like we trust one another and we are trustworthy because of the vibrational character, the integrity that we have with one another. That's that's kind of my vision. So do you see it that way or different? Mm-hmm. What is your vision? That's a beautiful vision. For me, while we live in kind of the middle of nowhere, so our doors are quite unlocked <laughs> often. <laughs> um, You're not in the big city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Small, small town. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just, just completely trusting humankind, trusting yes. the world is a good place. Knowing that it's safe I live in yeah. the best world. Yes, yes. Safe. It's safe for our children. It's safe for our future. Mm-hmm. Like we are yes. so lucky, so blessed to live in this world. Oh my gosh, everyone is so sweet. Our leadership in this planet is the best. Mm-hmm. 
and and just to see bright lights now yes like Mm -hmm. having every individual Mm -hmm. just shine their light shine their love as bright as (laughs) they want as bright as it can be um, just completely, completely a healed, a healed world where miracles just, mm-hmm. just pop up every day. Mm-hmm. You know, whoa, this is not, oh, this Oh, absolutely, know, just, absolutely. Like the gifts, all the beautiful gifts that we have are just constantly flowing. Like, you know, we help each other with that. Uh, oh, you need some healing here. Let me just, uh, you know, vibrate that right out and help you with that. Raise that up and even more. Let's let's continue our evolution. Why stop at five D? <laughs> you know, let's just continue yeah. to go forward. And yeah, uh, so I can I can see that very a safe world. That's what I'm envisioning. No sickness or death or anything like that. It's not necessary because the reincarnation, death, and rebirth cycles is what brings us back to another timeline. Let's try this again. Let's see if we can uh, uh, raise our vibration enough to go on to the next level. Um, (laughs) And so I don't think we'll need that once we are. um, And that's why I think a lot of people are saying, I'm not going to have to come back here. I'm not going to have to do that again. And they're they're right because there's not a need for it once you get there. Um, it's the low vibration things, the, the frequencies and the detrimental programming that brings the body's vibration down, that makes it sick, that makes it unhealthy. Um, you know, so I think that even if there was something that was still um, wrong with the body, I mean, like I don't have certain organs because I've had surgery so many times, but in that new um, earth or that new vibrational reality, if I needed to be restored, I think that would be a possibility, that we would have those kinds of gifts to be able to help one another, that if there was psychological scarring that we needed to be able to drop in order for that person to really live their victorious, um, most passionate, loving, carefree life, then we could, we could help them. We could help actually recode and reprogram that um, that glitch in the psyche and, and allow them to leave that completely behind and not replay that on loop. And that's a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is working with that psyche and working with the body in the etheric realm to bring um, a transmutation of energy and a transference of codes, a moving around of codes um, that it's like the brain has encoded a trauma and the light language is going in and reprogramming that, bringing it back into alignment as if it never happened. And so people who have uh, dealt with things, a traumatic situation over and over, like it's stuck on loop and it just keeps coming back and they've done their best to try and clear it. We can go in with the light language and it's like it just eradicates that memory and I'm just so blessed to see in so many clients um, that people are having some phenomenal experiences that are preparing them to move into 5D. We've got to drop all this other stuff we don't want to take with us and so I think that's part of this preparatory process that we're going through right now is like I'll help you get ready and you help me. (laughs) You know, I'll help you pack your bags and I'll help you, you know, yeah, okay, I'll help you organize the yard sale because we don't need this anymore. It's like we're planning on going on a trip and we're all adding our gifts here, our Reiki or our light language or healing gifts or laying on them hands or prayer or 
whatever our our gifts are to help each other uh, to, let's do this together let's let's ascend together mm-hmm. that is so beautiful to envision and and I can just feel that that energy like in the work that you do how you just help people release that and move into that it's just like I get like before this show started and you were talking and we could just feel your pure heart and just as you were talking we could just feel your pure heart and and your gifts to help mm. others move into their gifts as well so um and Amy mm. and I are teaching a um, intuition and spiritual gifts class right now and and that's exactly it you describe it so well um we don't incorporate light language but i mean we totally love light language and and how you describe mm-hmm. light language as clearing that old energy bringing it in the new like completely like forgetting those traumatic memories oh it's just so mm-hmm. powerful um, what comes through you when you're an open vessel to heal others and help mm-hmm. others and um, and I'm just envisioning going to your neighbor's house, not for a cup of sugar, but for a Reiki healing or for a light mm-hmm. activation. <laughs> Absolutely. So ah, I love it. I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And Yvonne, since you do do beautiful light language, um, would you be open to do a little light language activation and oh, download yeah. or meditation, something like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I would love to. Yeah. yeah. I can do that. And, yeah, and, and my friend Brenda Williams has um, taught me a reset breath and a quiet touch that's really, really profound. And I think this is something anybody, even children, can do this to help them connect with their divine nature within and to get into that quiet place. Um, so let's let's begin with that, and I'll just kind of walk you through. It's very simple. The, the left hand has a, a chakra in the palm, and if you kind of focus on that, you might even feel that energy in the center of the palm. And so just take that left hand and very gently lay it on your heart, lay it on your chest, and feel that connection, like a, a magnetic connection. The heart may kind of palpitate or something like it's lunging forward to connect with that. Or you may feel heat. Yeah, or warmth there. And just connecting there with body to spirit, spirit to body. In the right hand, take that palm chakra and lay it right on the lower part of the abdomen, right above the pubic bone. And feel that connection with the body and the Mother Earth. Connecting body, earth, and spirit. Beautiful triad. And this is also helping complete a circuit that is giving the body some signals uh, for like some instruction or some codes for bringing things into Best and fu- best function, optimal function, the systems playing nicely together. And then in, uh, we'll start with the reset breath. This is called quiet touch, what we're doing right here with the left and right hand, quiet touch. And then the reset breath is exhale through the mouth, nice and slow. We start with the exhale. 
a little pause, and then we'll inhale slowly through the nose. A little pause, and exhale through the mouth. And then we'll resume normal breathing and just feel. So let's do that together. Ready? Three, two, one, exhale. And inhale through the nose when you're ready. And then exhale through the mouth. And feel. Just feel that beautiful connection, that blissful divine presence within you. Activating. Yeah. Irorama adi asukula. Andakanama. Andamaki uta. Kiro Braba Tiki Aske. Hum Baravalia Kurasakala Eshkinanya. Ah, Turvakula Kashamakate Kuluku. Open to receive. Outpouring of love. Opishindulukuna Maka. Iturvaraka. From our cosmic family, from the higher dimensional realms, our higher self, from the God, Goddess. From the realms of love and light, receive Ulvamashitaka Haravaita Andakinuanani Namatakade Hoteleavati Kiskani Ishkani Istalavakataka Rova Ishkunana Namaka. Feeling that heart chakra expand and the light within you expand. As we connect with our beautiful Mother Earth in her ascended state, with her crystalline grid, yeah, connecting with that and drawing her nurturing, loving energy into our body. いいか。うん、ラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオンラリオン
Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming to earth. Thank you for your help. May you be blessed to find your mission and to step into it brilliantly, valiantly, without fear or reservation, but with love and wisdom to guide and guard you. And Janelle, this one is for you and the baby, the sweet uh, baby that you're carrying. And for anybody uh, who's carrying a child right now who is, uh, no matter what stage you're in of your pregnancy, or if you are just hoping to get pregnant and bring a child into the world, um, or maybe you've just given birth, and this is for the children and for this new earth that we are birthing through this beautiful generation of light beings that are coming through the wombs now. We welcome you. Uh, these are uh, many times ascended masters that are just coming back to to bless us with their love. Oh, thank you so much. Very high vibrational teachers. Uh, oh, very, very impactful healers. Very effective healers. Wise prophets and prophetesses that are very in touch with higher realms and with the, the mechanics of timelines and manipulation of energy and understanding how to get energy to flow and benefit to the population and to the earth herself. Oh, so many wise scientists coming in, so many wise beings that they've got this. They've done this in other realms and other planets and other dimensions. Thank you for joining us here and lending your gifts to us. We bless you with good health. We bless you to use your gifts. We bless you with freedom and love and safety and protection. Thank you for coming and sharing with us. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Ndando Daliviki to Kurotama Ishkoda Bakataka, Uturusunku Ishima, Unduna Malevaka, Ushamanone, Yetaraboko Taki Ushko Niamata di Iska, Udamalia Kundamaka Kinana. And Amy and those who are the rest of you that um, we want to make sure that we don't forget anybody. We want everyone to be blessed no matter what your circumstances are, what you're going through, what your heart's desires are, what it is that you're trying to manifest. We bless you. 
Huna masa ki iti undon dade ole okuta karabashi kulumokuta bakienaka orama kohu huishimataka. May you have clarity. Andoromatsula vikush kulumakato namakata kalamakai. May your body be well. May you prosper. Ndula vikichiko namaka alekita. May you be of sound vibration mind. The vibration of the higher realms, the perspective of the anointed Christed energy be in your mind so that your first response is always that of love, that of light, that of source. Trusting your intuition now more than ever and depending on that because this is your divine guidance. Shana Maka, awakening your spiritual gifts. Ndora Visilu Kundamaka, awakening your light language. Ora Visinunumikaye, Ndoroboro Makashika, awakening your remembrance of your divine self and who you are and why you're here and opening the gates and making the path straight and easy for you to find your place in this world to do the work that you've been sent here to do. Be free of karma. You are forgiven. And there is nothing being held against you now. Any roles that you played in this or any other lifetime, you are free. Roll the credits because it's done. And now you step into your true role. No more actors. Step into your true role. Let's see who you are. Shine bright. Shine bright, beloved ones. Shine bright. And now placing the right hand over the left hand on the heart. Complete the circuit and let's seal this prayer. Let it work out its perfection and divine purpose, Mm, carrying it all the way through completion. Thank you, love. Thank you, beloved. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, Goddess. Thank you, angels, all those helpers who work with us, all of our multidimensional soul aspects. Thank you for the oneness. Thank you for the wholeness that we are beginning to realize on a greater level now than ever. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. So it is. Wow, Yvonne. Thank you so much for doing that. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Mm. I'm blessed to... I'm blessed to be able to offer. I love you, girls. I love you. Love you so much, Yvonne. Um, And before we, before we go, um, I just want to give our listeners a chance to connect with you, if they want to work with you or where they can find you and look you up. Mm Mhm. Yeah, I would be joyful to do that. 
Um, my website is we, that's W-E-R-A-R-E, one, you can use the number one, or O-N-E, N-I-N, spirit. We are one in spirit.com. You'll find all kinds of information out there. There's free audios that you can listen to of uh, light language. There's um, radio interviews like this one where I've shared, and you can listen to more of that. And there's books. All the books that I have written are out there. If you want to book a session or um, join one of the online classes that I'm doing to help people activate more fully into their light language, so, yeah, just spend some time out there and enjoy the energy and, and uh, bask in the love that is uh, waiting for you there. Thank you so much, Yvonne. We can feel your unconditional love and your beautiful gifts. Thank you for sharing those with us. And thank you for your time and being on here. We are so grateful for you and your beautiful heart and gifts. So. We love thank you, you so much, and we hope everyone goes. Mm. And you're just so amazing. Yay. We look forward. Oh, I, to the next I appreciate time. that, and it is such an honor to share. Such an honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Yvonne. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the Pure Hope Show. We hope to see you at the Turquoise Table Summit coming up in March. And we hope to see you anytime before that. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your stories and tag Yvonne and tag the Hope Interface Center. We'd love to hear what you got out of this. And, and we'd love to hear all of the love and joy and light that you spread to the world. So keep on spreading your love and spreading your light. And thank you so much for joining us today on the Pure Hope Show. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind, be gentle, be loving, be true.